1: All right, guys, so welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast and a rather special one today, not only because I get to chat with an amazing guest who I've heard so much great things about, but because I've got two co-hosts on with me today, you've heard me talk about them and their show over in the USA and the incredible work they both do. So firstly, I want to welcome Kim Summers-Egglesey and Eden Sustin. How are you going, guys? Hi. Hey.
2: Excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Well,
1: it was my co-host last week and you did such a good job. I thought, well, you're a professional, yeah. I'll bring you back on. But uh, <laughs> I might
2: I might leave Kim for for this this podcast <laughs> instead. Well, you know, we're saying
1: in Australia collaborating with a mix of Manchester accent. Um, yeah. so guys, those who are listening, if you haven't already, be sure to head to Spotify iTunes and hit up their highly acclaimed podcast show, Talk, Purpose and Truth. But without further ado, let's introduce our guest. Sheena Shea is an American television personality, actress, podcast host, and singer, and known for many things. And most notably known for starring in the Bravo reality TV series Vanderpump Rules. She began her acting career with guest appearances on television shows Greek, Jonas, Victorious. And I know Eden's gonna jump in here.
2: 90210. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait a minute. Were you on that show? <laughs> yeah. What? A new one. Oh, okay. Oh. See, I, see, I was, on, I was
3: a, a photo devil for Tori on the old one. Oh, I love
4: that. Yeah. When I
3: was, I was very young.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. I watched the original one. So when I booked the new one, it was so exciting because it was yeah. a show I probably shouldn't have watched as a kid, but I definitely did. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Well, it was like, I don't know. I'm addicted to that show still. Yeah. That the original the original but i'm right. gonna have to go back one did you watch the reboot mm. yeah. i did i watched the first season of that one okay yeah i, I watched
4: awesome. all of it
1: yeah, yeah I, I, look I, I must be honest i've heard so many good things about you from eden and as soon as i mentioned 90210 she was like what i need to know everything
4: <laughs> <laughs> i can't uh, believe i didn't know that <laughs> yeah, like, 2009 it was a really long time ago but it was so fun
2: okay cool. I have to go back I have to watch that yeah.
1: <laughs> and then back to Sheena before Eden takes over with 90210 um, she hosts a weekly <laughs> podcast um, titled Shenanigans with Sheena Shea so firstly welcome to the podcast Sheena
4: thank you thanks for having me
1: you are welcome I mean like I just said I've heard so many amazing things about you from Eden, and before we get into the podcast, I heard what you were saying on their podcast about your reading and the amazing things. Isn't Eden amazing? And so is Kim when okay. it comes to that. What I got told and who came through for me, and I listened to yours, amazing.
4: Yes. so good, we just, we've done a few now. I think we've done three for myself. My best friends have done a yeah. couple with Eden, my mom did one, some friends and family, so. Yeah, and everyone's had such a great experience. It's been really cool.
1: Yeah, she's oh, well they're both amazing. When you speak to them both, I've learned so much from them both. But um, I suppose before we get into knowing more about yourself, what what I tend to do is let people know more about the campaign. So initially, the campaign stemmed from me losing a friend to suicide, which kicked off a chain reaction of me kicking down doors to get people speaking up regarding mental health and especially towards influential public figures across. A plethora of industries so not only people in entertainment but corporate infrastructure people who we look up to we aspire to be but what i wanted to do was essentially break down barriers because being in the public eye yourself and you've built this incredible career and you've done amazing things but people i suppose tend to think of you or think they know of you from a persona or a character and they don't get to know the real sheena So, I suppose with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, I wanted to create this safe space where people actually listen to you, listen to your story and about you and get to know you. So, um, I always like to say I'm a different kettle of fish. So, I listen to people's podcasts and interviews and they're always talking about people's shows and successes. But yeah, I like to remove the persona and I want to know about you. So, I say, first of all, People are shown as one-dimensional on shows and things edited. We all know this, but there are people out there that believe in it. So tell us a little bit about you. You started acting at a young age. What drives you?
4: Oh, um, I'm terrible at just talking about myself. Um, (laughs) I mean, I just always, I wanted to reach some sort of level of fame, because I've always just really wanted to give back and be able to help people. And I think the bigger that my platform gets, the more I'm able to expand that and help others in so many ways. I mean, even just when it comes to relating to personal struggles that I've had, or whether it's you know something that's like a personal gain, I think that, yeah. So i just always wanted to give back. Um, An empath. I'm a giver and uh, that's why I do what I do and I put everything out there I'm such an open book because I feel like if I can just help one person by telling my story, then I've literally done my job
2: Mm. Yeah, that's I can relate to that Yeah, and
3: how do you feel how do you feel that's different like how you are now is different from what they show on TV?
4: I don't think they show any of that on TV. I think that they, they show what they want to show. And maybe the giving side of me isn't as entertaining as the boy crazy side. So, you know, they tell the story they want to tell, And it's up to people who care to listen to the podcast, watch my YouTube, to actually get to know more about me. Because there's so much more than this one-dimensional boy crazy person you see on a reality show. Right,
3: exactly. And we've learned that having you on our shows and, and, you know, Eden being able to get to know you deeper and now on Imperfectly Perfect, they'll be able to see that side. So that's beautiful.
1: Thanks for coming on, Brock. Um, have you just finished your ice bath?
5: Yeah, we just, we just picked up training again. So I'm getting back into rugby, playing in the um, MLR in America now. So the season starts next year. Just getting the rig back in shape and it's uh, it's a little, it's a rough, you know, it's a rough start.
1: Nice. Well, I was excited about you coming on as well, Brock, because I know you're a Kiwi, but that Australian accent there, you've not lost. He obviously grew up. Mine's a little bit all over the spot because I'm originally from England, but lived in Australia for 17 years. Um, for the listeners listening out there, Brock Davis, professional rugby player and also a personal trainer and gym owner with two F45 training studios in San Diego. And he was voted the world's best trainer in all F forty five gyms. I heard. How can that be true? I thought. It, I thought that was me. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that, uh, that was a great award. I was pretty stoked to get that award. I missed it at the award ceremony. I wasn't there for it, but um, it was pretty cool to be to get that, especially for F forty five and the franchise and the gym, gym industry that we work in. Yeah. Um, it, respected and 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 it was it was a great it was it was more of a representation mainly of my studio and my members and uh and that community that we have so that was good
1: yeah that's awesome side side story for you i actually know rob deutsch who brought it over to the us so he used to come to my i used to teach group fitness cycle classes and circuit training he actually used to be a participant in my class then disappeared and then suddenly was all over with f45 so I come to L.E. each year, train at Gold's Gym and actually attend Venice F45 with a couple of trainers, but I'll have to try San Diego next time.
5: <laughs>
1: but um, I'll, I'll head it over back to Eden to those questions. Thanks again, Brock, for, for joining <laughs> us. Appreciate it, mate.
5: Yes, guys. Okay.
2: Okay, so this, this can be a question, I guess, for both of, them, for, for both of you guys, if you'd like. Um, if you feel comfortable talking about... Uh, something deeper like feelings I know Jean is probably okay with that but I don't know if Brock is <laughs> um, so the campaign that we are here representing today that IPC um, they talk about imp- being imperfectly perfect and uh, I know having your platform it's something that you can utilize to show that side of yourselves um is that something that you are comfortable talking about like the I think Sheena had went through a few different things lately most recently the miscarriage um I know you Sheena you talked about depression and anxiety in the past um is that something you're willing to share with us now to talk about
4: I'm am an open book, so I'm always okay to talk about that. He may just stay quiet and give me judgy eyes, but oh
5: no! <laughs> Not anybody. I get feelings. I know feelings. I, I think me and the best thing with me and Sheena, we we have our feelings and our and, and our ups and downs and all that, but we handle them a lot differently. Um, mm. I'm still I'm still okay talking about them. I, I think that there there are feelings. There are feelings to be had. We just have different opinions on how to handle those feelings, which is great. I think, especially for this, it's okay. Yeah. Men
4: and I express them loudly <laughs> yeah and I think
2: Glenn you know you you could vouch for other men that it's harder for men it seems like it's harder for, for men to talk about them the feelings
1: yes yeah, so I was going to touch base with you Brock on that because um, as an athlete I've got I'd say with this campaign now with the influential public figures I've got about 10 or so athletes so Willie Mason in the NRL here and a, and a couple of big names And they came forward and as soon as they opened up and shared their experiences, not being affected directly, but indirectly about what went on in the profession of rugby back in the day, they were told Mm. to man up and shut up and keep going. And it's not until recently, especially in Australia, a lot more is prevalent coming out and people are gonna rehab for it. So I suppose what I'd say is within the nature of the fitness industry and as an athlete, have you been affected directly or indirectly? And like you say, you manage it different to how Sheena does. How have you cultivated and navigated yourself through that?
5: I think the biggest navigation for me is um, is, is is the stigma for it. Exactly like you said, you know, man up, be a man. So that comes with big stigma, um, but then it also comes with a lot of responsibility. Man up doesn't mean you're just going to hide your emotions. Man up means you're going to understand why you're upset, identify what that feeling is. You don't want to have that awkward, like all that feeling there and sorting it out. It doesn't mean burying it under other things. It's, it's facing an emotion and if it upsets you, why does it upset you? And if it keeps on upsetting you, you need to internally understand that and then process it. It may come across to others that you're just burying it, but inside you're like, I don't like these feelings. Why don't I like these feelings? I won't allow that to happen again. So I'll do something different. I'll do a different action. Um, but then, it, But then again, there are times when you can just take the high road or the easy road is what I tell Sheena, and it's like I've got hormones, and it's the, it's my hormones. It's and, science. Okay, so there's and there's there's two ways to think of it, but it's, uh, the biggest one is the stigma of the man being a man. But I think a man can still be a man, but understand what his feelings are, identify with them, Just let internally process them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's always uh, for me. I don't think you always it, you do need to let them out if you don't understand what those feelings are. If you can't talk about them, or you get you can't you don't know what that is. Then there is a time where you need to reach out to loved ones or someone there to talk to 100%. I don't believe I'm, I've gone there a few times. <laughs> yeah.
4: He did not psychic, you can't lie. She can see right Oh there. no, but he, but he doesn't believe
2: in psychics. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, but <are> you, <laughs> That was a good answer Brock. I hope that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I really cuz I think that's that's good.
4: He just he very rarely lets it out. He internalizes a lot. And I think sometimes he'll talk to a friend or his sister, but it's, it's few and far between. I wish he expressed it a little more because I think it's healthy to let out your feelings. And I think it takes strength to be vulnerable. It's easier to just bottle it up inside and be like, oh, I'm strong. I'm not going to show any emotion than to actually just be a man I and cry. Think, but that's where this is where
5: our, this is where our arguments come into play. It's like just because I don't show emotion doesn't mean I don't understand those insecurities or those those, those feelings. I understand them. I feel like I understand, them. and if but you I don't, don't
4: empathize with them. You're uh, like, okay, I understand you're feeling that way, but I don't care. Well, there's so got to be,
5: has got to be a feeling. I, I feel like there needs to be. Sorry, <laughs> talking us over, Bella, There needs <laughs> to be a reason why you feel these ways, guys. And if you can't identify for that reason, then that is the underlying issue. And then if, and, and then so let's get to that feeling and understanding. I really feel like I really have a good interaction with pain, suffering achievement, discipline, success, like the, the 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 spectrum of feelings and what motion comes with it. Sometimes there is times I've spoken to the channel like, oh this is a this is a weird feeling, but I'll stick with it for a bit and I don't I and mean, then I don't want to leave that feeling because I want to feel it more or I want to push that a little bit more to understand those feelings. Maybe that's just me being Whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, I think <laughs>
3: you guys, you guys are already like, this is like a reality show in the works. You guys would be
2: great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to sell this, this episode. This is your sizzle reel. Uh, <laughs> editing it,
4: we're leaving in those remarks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself Sheena? Obviously Brock, that, that's the whole thing about the campaign. You can't take away from what other people feel and how people deal with it. So what we try to bring is obviously the awareness through the campaign and the visuals to the podcast where what works for one person might not work for the next person, but to keep on going each day. Um, So I suppose with my friend, me losing my friend to suicide, with seeing highlight reels on social media that we often do, we didn't see the signs or anything. So it's just really capturing that what may work for you might not for you. So with you, you're very openly spoken about what you've been through. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, why you're happy to share it?
4: I just think, like I said a little bit earlier, if I can help one person with my struggles or successes, then I'm doing my job. And whether I'm paid to do that job or not, it doesn't matter. I am such a giver and I want to help people. And if, you know, sharing my miscarriage, I know that helped more than one person. There were thousands of women who reached out anxiety, my divorce, my ex-husband's addiction. There have been so many things that I've gone through by sharing that story. It's not always been easiest. And I've maybe gotten a lot of backlash for certain things, or I maybe sounded uneducated about addiction back when I was in a relationship with an addict. But then I grew from that. I learned from it. And so many people I was able to help just from that experience. So I always like to put it all out there. He's not as on board with that yet, but I'm like, well, I'm putting it out, it's gonna be on my podcast, and it's gonna be on my YouTube, and too bad, deal with it, because it's my story, it's our story, but it's my story, and I'm gonna tell it. it and uh, so
5: it comes down to how like we, we everybody internally deals with things differently. Right? I internally want to make sure we know what those feelings are, and get there, and understand it before I then open it up to criticism, and people's opinions because then I don't have a foot to stand on. That's how I feel.
4: I'm used to being criticized with everything <laughs> I do and I'm okay with it. Like I it's so hard for it's not hard for me to like keep a secret, but it's hard for me to keep something in that I know could benefit others. Yeah. And how do you
3: how do you deal, Sheena, with um, you know, you what are your coping mechanisms for going through a hardship or even hearing criticism because I know you get a lot of praise as well but being in the industry and being so open there's going to be it's just the way people are there's always going to be the haters and so how do you handle all of that?
4: So I'm actually really proud of myself because my answer to this for the last decade would have been smoke a joint but (laughs) I decided as I was going through the miscarriage there was one night I was sitting at home and I was just Devastated. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go drink a glass of wine. I'm not going to go smoke a joint. I'm not an addict. I do not have an addictive personality, but I didn't want to just do the quick fix. I'm like, I need to go through the motions. I need to feel this and I need to figure out a better way to cope with it because I'm not going to just be, you know, this Stoner for the rest of my life who deals with things that way. I mean, will I probably smoke weed the rest of my life occasionally? Yes, I am like all about that. And I think cannabis does a lot of good things for a lot of people. I stand by that. However, I felt like going through something so traumatic, I really needed to channel different energy and to not just put a band aid on it by smoking some weed because that's just a quick fix. So, I started meditating. I try to meditate daily and that's kind of been the only thing I've been doing. I haven't drank in a while. I haven't smoked weed in a while and I just feel better. I noticed that after the miscarriage, I took one hit of a joint and I st- I got so paranoid and I was like, why did I do this? I don't like this feeling anymore. I don't want it. I would have a couple of drinks and I'm like, I don't I don't like this. Like I just felt like I needed to take a break from masking it with those substances and I needed to feel my feelings and deal with it in a healthier way mentally and I also Mm -hmm. got off my well-being trend so now I'm like super clean I'm not on any antidepressant meds anymore I'm just dealing with it and meditating I started going to Reiki energy healing I lived in San Diego I've been doing acupuncture and that's therapy in itself and also they're two of his friends so they know him and so it's like I feel like I'm getting acupuncture and therapy in one because they can help me deal with him so, yeah I think therapy meditation reiki acupuncture anything natural you can do that's not just a quick fix of smoking or drinking
5: are you just saying what I said earlier what I'm gonna what the feeling is Figure out what that feeling is. Feel the feeling and
4: understand it. So you do feel the
5: actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I, I, that's what you do tell. I don't like that. It's all right. We're all doing it differently. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. So, you, so you've been very vulnerable in any interview that we've worked, we've done with you and this one. Um, and I think it's so, it's neat to see the love between you guys, first of all. <laughs> You guys, you can't deny that. <laughs> um, don't, don't, don't make faces. <laughs> but as long as I think Brock allows you to be who you are and vice versa, I think that'll be good. I think that yeah. should help, but I know, you know, it's probably difficult in some ways, but I think everybody goes through that, right? Cause all couples are imperfectly perfect. Totally. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I mean, he's walking every day. Like, he may look perfect, but there's some imperfections under there, okay? <laughs> okay. like this, but you're not all perfect. Pretty close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I've got a quick question for you. What has the response been from kind of on both sides of the spectrum, from as you in the health and fitness industry brought and the <laughs> entertainment industry, what is the response or what have you felt when you speak about mental health or well being? Is it changing in the American market with people more openly speaking about it? Or is this still an undertone of it might affect our career? Or are you seeing changes?
5: So, in the, in the, in the sports side of things, I think there is a huge, no one talks about it, especially in the American. America, you're taking a problem that's already a problem. And then you're given it, and I love America before I say this, but you're given it an American personality, which is just this Bravo. Like you're, you're the man, like the man. So in America, it is an issue. I definitely think it's a massive issue because you can't speak about it. You can't, when the rest of the world is moving forward and understanding feelings. Whereas over here, there's a lot of shade thrown to any guy that thinks he can't like, like for example, that there's huge rates in like child abuse and domestic violence right now, but there's also a huge rate in men getting abused as well physically in America, but there's no talk of that purely because it's America. You're a man. It's America. It's where we live, you know? So it's unfortunate, definitely. Um, but then at the same time, it's like, hopefully people can slowly learn that it's okay to have feelings. You can deal with it. You can talk to people and ask for some help. But, uh, what are you, you should at me? do that. <laughs> I don't have issues. You don't you
4: okay. yeah.
5: <laughs> um, so I think that's. I think that's. There's a definitely. There's definitely a long way to go for the for for the males in the, in the sports industry, um, and even on both parties. I think there's a long way to go.
4: And I think the entertainment industry We're all just open books And we all just talk about it And I think it's more They talk about accepted. it And it fix it
5: They just talk about it Keep the same problems And add to it Because it's, it's its fun for them
4: I mean Have you seen Vanderpump Rules Jax is a work in progress Every season <laughs> Oh gosh Don't even go there <laughs> um, the Andy's like Jax you've said this Every reunion and it was like, The exact same thing
3: Yeah
2: And he's <laughs> Am I allowed to say that I want to say Something not nice Forget it no (laughs) no gossiping
3: so do you guys do you guys see yourself ever doing something together like in the in the media or the business like some big project or anything
5: yeah
4: we we have something that we're trying to work on right now it just requires traveling which is not Ah. ideal. so uh, we can't really get that up and running at the moment but it's there and ready for when the time is right, and I do believe timing is everything. And uh, you know, I mean, uh, I think that we have a really good dynamic, and I think our relationship is—it's not perfect; it's it's imperfectly perfect, but it's, good. it's, it's great. <laughs> it works for us. But you know, it's like I feel like this is the first like very honest relationship I've ever been in where I'm like, yeah, we fight, we, you know, want to rip each other's hair out at times, but we also love so hard. And I felt like in my past relationships, I'm like, no, everything's perfect. What are you talking about? Like, we're great. We never fight. Oh my God. We do this all the time. We've never done that. And it was just like, I was lying to other people and to myself to try and like believe these things.
5: I have to hang up or do any manual labor or handiwork <laughs> in under seven minutes, <laughs> thanks to this one I'm trying to back. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been to Australia yet, Sheena?
4: Yes, yeah, twice actually. I love it. And
1: do you come back, Brooke?
5: Yeah, I got to come back last year, played for USA against Australia PNG and New Zealand for the USA World Nines Tournament. So that was awesome, got to surprise Sheena. She got to see me on TV before I saw her. That and, was uh, good. and then I surprised her with we a trip out there with that rugby tour after that. She'd come home and, and meet the fam. It, was just, went, it wasn't was meet the fam, it was just come for a trip. And then I surprised- I the fam though. She met the fam. We've been
4: dating five weeks and I met the fam. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a big
5: step for me. But then mm-hmm. I surprised surprised, I told her we are gonna go to Uluru. And then we ended up in uh, Bali instead. Uh,
1: nice. Oh, I've got to ask. Pros and cons, bro, living in America or Australia?
5: Well, hey, the pros pros are I'm living in America, bro. (laughs) The cons (laughs) are I'm living in America, bro. I love it. I love America. America really does have opportunities over here. If you really want to work, you want to build something for yourself, for your family, it's here, you know? And then I get to go home. The goal is to be able to go home and, and enjoy those spoils with my family, you know? Um, so that's that's always going to be the, the, the main goal was uh, either get my mum back over here but go home and take care of the family. But I can do that in America.
1: Very true. And Sheena, just to, just quickly, did, did you get to see the real Australia go out back and the size of the huntsman spiders and everything that can kill you?
4: No, I did get a hug a koala, though, and pet a kangaroo, and that was goals for me. So I was very one. happy. I, yeah, he adopted me a koala. Oh, God. <laughs> oh.
5: Penguin if you guys are familiar with the show, okay?
2: <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say that, but I didn't want to talk <laughs>
4: oh, about
5: no, the show. No, no. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Did he on a
2: penguin last year? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you do that because of what she did? No, he didn't, he didn't ah. know? Oh, that's pretty ironic.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's serendipitous.
5: you don't know about the, the about the penguin, and I found out about the penguin and I was like I don't want to give you a koala anymore. <laughs> give that back.
2: Oh, <laughs> it doesn't mean as
4: much.
5: <laughs>
4: um, okay, I don't want to,
5: here's I I don't want to
4: I would always do for someone is I'm the thoughtful person who would think of something like that. He knew how bad I wanted to hug a koala and not only did I get a hug one, but he adopted one. Well, okay,
5: I'm just going to like dumb it down just, just so I don't get all the points as i purchased the koala photo it goes would you like to adopt one i was like yes i would <laughs> <laughs> so it just came out really well but then it turned out there was a penguin involved and now it's like i don't like penguins anymore So it's a <laughs> <full> thing. <laughs> glenn,
2: glenn i don't think you know what we're talking about
5: don't yeah, worry about it
0: the
4: guy before it was not worth it Uh, But I I own the penguin. I have the adoption certificate. It is my penguin. penguin? You took it back?
5: (laughs) He's living his best life. (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: like like returning your ring, but it was a penguin.
1: (laughs) Well, next time you come, he's got to show you the size of the spiders. Bloody hell, they're, they're scary things. Anything that dare rear up and attack you get the hell out of there. So I'll, I'll tell you the funniest story because Brock's got long hair as a guy, one of my good friends was telling me, he used to be this guy and he was a he was a, a stonemason, he was working in the outback and he went into the shower, which was a, an outback thing and he got in the shower and the next minute, being an English guy he saw this huntsman in the corner and it was like the size of his hand. So he thought being English, I'll flick a bit of water on it like a house spider and it will just run away. It jumped for him. The only oh. thing with reference to the hair, though, bro, was he said the nearest thing he could reach for was his kind of hairspray. So,
5: his, his hairspray. I'm like, dude, you got your anyway, yeah. <laughs> no. Spiders, I got, I've got a spider. I've got a, by a snake. Oh, oh. I've got a oh. crocodile.
4: No, my mom let me see Arachnophobia when it came out in like 1990. I was like five. Thanks, so, Mom. <laughs> spider fan. Everyone was judging her for movies. I somehow remember that. Yes. <laughs>
1: my, my, my first day in Australia, I went to Bondi Beach and the shark alarm went off. That was the end of my serving career.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> I was
1: like, uh, no. But um, I want to thank you both for coming on. What, what is next for you guys? You touched upon what you might be doing together, but, I mean, individually, what's next for you guys?
4: So We just moved in together officially. I mean, we were quarantined together at my house in Palm Springs, but his business is in San Diego, and my business is on hold. So, for now, we're down here living together in uh, San Diego. I was like, where are we are in Springs? San Diego. And um, I'm just going to enjoy this. I'm off. keep working on my YouTube, my podcast, building that together. I mean, yeah. he is my biggest support system. And I wouldn't be where I'm at right now with my digital career if it wasn't for him. So. Awesome
5: director for, he is. for all of it
4: I'm not the creative one I'm like give me direction I will like produce but like I need direction
5: yeah we got that so we work on her, her YouTube stuff just giving her her own background her own her own her own thing so she has that always and then for me uh taking my gym with keeping our gyms pumping really well right now especially with COVID, outdoor workouts and that but actually starting an online uh, an online training portal for coaches it's pretty much it's called homebody. And it's where, if you're a personal trainer, you can go on to there. It's a marketplace for users and for clients. So if you want to take any class, there's a schedule from around the world for any coach. And you can jump in there and take a class at any point of time. So we that, got a big pitch coming up. And uh, 2020 wasn't that bad for us, you know? Yeah. It's, just, oh. it's a great time to stop smell the roses for about time you can smell the roses and, <laughs> and actually apply it to something you know it's, it's unfortunately what's going on with the pandemic and that but it, i think i'm very 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 on brand for this call it's like you know how are you gonna how are you gonna handle this you're gonna sit down and you're gonna think about things where you're gonna are you gonna try and take advantage of it and i think with us that's my biggest message with anybody it's like i got some crazy background stories going forward as much as she thinks I don't have emotions or feelings, I I have had them before. I'm on a spectrum. <laughs> i like
4: quarterly, so I've gotten them a few times. Yeah, I'm feeling our year anniversary is coming up next month. I'm feeling that's my quarterly fix of emotions.
5: She'll get a lot of them. do better, mate. And then if you can't do better, ask for help and just and grow. Try and grow it from every experience you get. And if you can grow, or if you can get one step forward before, you'll be all right. You know, keep going forward. Right. And
1: where can people right. find you? I know I know you're everywhere, but in terms of I will post all the links to this podcast and the episode and everything. But whilst you're on here, where can people find you or your new products if you've got anything? Just
4: I am at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A on literally every platform. Just don't Google, just go on the social media. Don't Google. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a lot of other people
5: there you go. <laughs> and then uh, same thing, just social media, Instagram, Brock Davies. And then uh, Homebody is a new program that will be the world's biggest fitness facility out coming at you. So.
2: Yeah. Awesome. And well, you're selling the those bands, aren't you? Are you still yeah, selling those?
5: A little pivot point. It cost me a lot during the, the, the pandemic, but it was a great learning experience. But yeah, we've got, okay. a, lot of, uh, we've got a lot of programming doing. We have, we've got a couple of uh, Sheena's members. We're doing programs for... And helping health and wellness from at home, so which is which is a huge part of understanding emotions and feelings. Which is physical health, you know. Mental health can be very can be attached to physical health. So um, I'm always, you know, as much as she thinks I don't understand feelings, that's that's my job, you know. I make people feel good, want to be good, you know, and give them confidence. So thanks, honey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love that. I love that you said and ask for help if you can't help yourself.
5: Yeah, always ask for help because it's yeah. I ask for help,
4: but even sometimes when I do ask for help, he says you're a thirty-five-year-old woman. Do it yourself.
5: <laughs> <laughs> He's your a- middle. <laughs> <laughs> what would you prefer?
1: Well, it looks like you guys are going to have fun living together. But. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, sorry for being late. Like- yeah.
1: That's all right, guys. Um, I just want to say thank you on behalf of myself, Eden, and Kim, and the campaign. Thank you. And to all our listeners, guys, appreciate it. To anybody listening, wanting to check out the episode, simply head to iHeartRadio or Spotify, subscribe, and you will be able to find all the latest episodes, including this one with Brock and Sheena. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
0: To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at infoimperfectlyperfectcampaign.org at to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect Campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.